seconds. It looks like some things have changed. Are we doing a good enough job teaching our children what America is and what she represents? Younger parents aren't sure that an appreciation of America is the right thing to teach modern children. We're not gonna make America great again. It was never that great. When I drive into a neighborhood and there are American flags, it's a message of white supremacy. I'm warning of an eradication of the American memory that could result in an erosion of the American spirit. We need to completely dismantle the police department. If we forget what we did, we won't know who we are. We've got to do a better job of getting across that America is free, and freedom is special and rare. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of enterprise. As long as we remember our first principle and believe in ourselves, the future will always be ours. Ours was the first revolution in the history of mankind that truly reversed the course of government, and with three little words, we the people. We the people are free. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? We are live with another episode of We the People Radio. Joining me, as always, is my portly fellow friend, Mr. Alan Jacoby. And yeah, today, hi. today, we have a very special guest. Uh, I think it's like your fifth time on the show. I don't remember. It's been so many fucking times, but it's been a long time since you've been back. Uh, now a citizen journalist doing all of this crazy stuff all over the place. Welcome to the show, the real Toria Brooke. Thanks for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. You are one of my favorite shows to be on because you are literally my day one. You were the first friend that I had when I started doing this. So, happy yeah, to be we back. go ahead. I said, I'm happy to be back. I'm I'm glad that you are back, and we have tons and tons to talk about. You were at the the TPUS gay event this weekend. Uh, I'm interested to hear about all the happenings that went down there, um, and I'm also interested in, in everything else that you got going on. You were at the all the Durham cases, the Danchenko case. You were covering everything very closely uh, and putting out some some phenomenal work. Uh, but before we get in all that, make sure you guys go and follow Victoria on all of her. Uh, Pages, the real Toria Brooke on Twitter, on Truth as well. It's the same. Yeah, Twitter is actually different. It's just real Toria Brooke. And you will see probably when you go to my page that I am currently censored. Um, they're blocking most of my content, saying that it's sensitive. So you might get well, a warning when you try to follow me. That's what I want to get into a little bit because Twitter is still fake and gay. Alan, uh, we all know, he lost his account at 20,000 plus followers not that long ago and you have this 
uh, censorship, like sensitive content warning when you go to your page. And I literally just got uh, suspended for a full day. These pieces of shit. Uh, (laughs) Twitter still sucks. So what's going on? Like you have a sensitive content warning. Why do you have a sensitive content warning? Like, How did you even get that? I've never even seen that. I have had this warning since 2022, at least. Um, I'm not sure if most of you know this, but I actually got suspended from Twitter on November 8th, 2022. And I don't know why it was the day of the election and I was just posting normal uh, election related things. Too close to the fire. Too close to the fire because all the voting machines and whatnot were going down in Arizona and I was reporting on it. And around 4 p.m. that day, I was suspended with no warning, and I was flagged as spam. So ever since Twitter 1.0, I have had a sensitive content warning. I could even post a picture of a Bible verse, and I will be censored. So, so this go- goes back to the, your original Twitter, like the original Jack Dorsey Twitter, the sensitive content warning? Yes. Oh, I thought this was gi- like given to you during the Twitter 2.0 uh situation so see that's the thing i was i i i i really think that there's still a lot of algorithms that are targeting certain accounts uh that they don't want getting out and there's a lot of anons that still haven't gotten their accounts back uh there's a lot of people that uh are still banned from twitter and being banned like it's not uh as free of speech as we thought it might be um what i what do you think that we can do as far as getting Elon to see these single account algorithms? Cause I think that's exactly what it is. Like certain accounts are being targeted. So I don't know if you've heard of this guy, but his name's one part Parzival, I believe it is on Twitter. And he's been doing a lot of extensive research on the algorithm and the code, which is public. So you actually can look into it if you want. Um, he's noticed that, if another Twitter account out of your quote unquote network shares your uh, tweet, you can actually get docked for that. So not necessarily suspended, but shadow banned, um, depending on who your circles are, who you're constantly sharing information from, you might get censored. So it really just depends um, who you are. And um, as we can see, there's a ton of legacy accounts that have been completely untouched. And now we see that they're getting paid thousands. And I believe that you cannot do that i think you can't get paid through ad revenue if you've been suspended is that the case i'm not sure i saw things with ad revenue i was reading something on it actually from some leftist who goes after all of us but he he actually had some uh, insight on how to go about monetizing on there i think you have to have like something like five million or more impressions over a 30-day period or something like that you have to have a blue check and they said you have to and i think with the they say because it's an open source um, platform that to if to avoid using uh, hashtags and tagging people in your tweets, apparently that's held against you too in certain instances. But there's a whole thing on on how to uh, work the mo- the monetization with the ads. But you have to meet a certain threshold of impressions i think per 28 days how they track it and things like that i thought it's at something like five million but and, uh, then they'll start inserting ads that's the problem though there are people like dre fans or he's getting that kind of engagement and still not getting paid out on twitter ad revenue like there's 
there's certain accounts that are being selectively targeted and it's so wild to me uh and i'm sure you saw saw this uh that all of these accounts these legacy accounts that are getting paid are getting paid out by sharing other people's work by sharing other people's memes by sharing other people's digs and and uh like i saw something on youtube of benny johnson he literally just went on to youtube took the, the video of uh, Rob Schneider doing stand-up about his Mexican wife now being a Trump supporter. And he's like, oh, here's here's Rob Schneider talking about his wife now being a Trump supporter. Look at this. Plays the video, and then, then at the end shows a like, follow me. Like, I'm like, I'm like, bro, like, this is not your account. Like, by you just stepping up in front of this saying, like, look at this here is not, like, putting out content. It's ridiculous. And these people are getting paid so much, like, outlandish amounts of money for not really doing anything. Yep. It's insane, but, I mean, we're used to this. I feel like Instagram, no offense to the Twitter fam, but Instagram, we were the ones that got for lack of a better term, shit on the most. Like we literally have gotten suspended the most amount of times. I was suspended 12 times, if you want to include my account killing uh, shadow bans. And um, I feel like all of us were targeted when we came to Twitter. So we didn't even have the opportunity to grow that big. No, it, it, it was like I was never a big Twitter user. I actually hate Twitter. I was talking to you about it uh, via text. I was telling you, like, I, I hate writing. I read and write at a second grade level. Like, I'm, I'm borderline, <laughs> I'm borderline <laughs> retarded. And Billy I'm reading Madison? through. Huh? So Billy Madison? Yeah, no, absolutely. So, to, to, today, June, like, I, I, it's, it's bad. It's fucking bad. But, like, I read my tweets back. I'm like, does that even make sense? Like, did I spell that, like, standard word? Like, was I supposed to use woman or woman? Like, what am I supposed to do here? Like, this is me, like, my brain going through a tweet that I'm trying to put out. Is there supposed to be a comma there, punctuation? What am I missing? And uh, that, that's why I hate Twitter. I'd rather just post images and uh, put a retarded caption underneath. It's much easier, much, much easier. And then talk. I could talk all day. Use AI to post. A lot of people are doing that. There, there are these yeah, programs but, where you just tell it what you want to post about. You look at it. Yeah, it looks good. And you hit send. A lot yeah, of people but, are using AI to post. That's not me. Like, I got to be authentic. And I got to, like, if I have some computer, like, it won't come off as me. Everybody will be able to tell. Like, yo, when did James learn how to read and write? Um <laughs> Tori, you just posted something on Instagram before we started the show a little while ago. Something about what, what was the thing with uh, a story broke about uh, Wuhan funding? What was that about? I am going to reference the exact tweet right now. I, can't, just, I was trying to find it before, and I don't know why I couldn't find it. I got a lot of posts. Um, Justin, the White House has halted the Wuhan Institute of Virology's access to federal funding after the lab failed to provide documents. Yeah, any idea what documents they failed to provide? Like, it's is it? Well, uh, I know that there's a lot going on right now about the origins of COVID because there's an actual committee in Congress that's investigating it. Um, like, we don't know where it came from. Um, here we go. The Department of Health and Human Services notified the Wuhan Institute on Monday of the suspension and also told the lab it's seeking to cut it off permanently, according to the memo. And I am not <laughs> I am not a Bloomberg <coughs> subscriber, so I cannot see the rest. But um a blow that was up for that was from Bloomberg. I only saw yeah. it when you when you put it out there. I was I was curious. I was like, oh, I wonder what documents they failed to 
give them if it was something uh, in reference to the uh the investigation going on with congress or if it was just like processing paperwork on on things of, of uh you know transparency on what the funding was for and things like that that they had to maybe account for i was curious so if you knew. it says safety and security documents and it is in regards to the pressuring of china for transparency on covid okay Whether that's even where it came from or not that's another whole conversation right right so yeah, we've talked about that on the show. You know, the more you look at it, it's almost like they're using the Wuhan lab as a scapegoat. Um, and the more that we dig into these bio labs that were put out there, it seems like uh, uh, Ukraine and the United States were heavily involved in creating these bioweapons. The more reports that are coming out that they're actively trying to make bioweapons now like this is this is something that's being reported by the mainstream media like this is not some crazy conspiracy anymore like what makes us believe that they weren't doing this the entire time well what's really interesting is that there are so many people who don't even know about the bio labs in ukraine and the u.s admitted to them so we know that there was diseases and viruses being created there who's to say they didn't originate there and putin knew about it and that's why that they went in so that's a theory. I mean, as you also have the other people that are trying to say that the the bio labs in Ukraine are a conspiracy theory, and the you know United States government had nothing to do with it. Just like the United States government didn't co- come in and completely in, install a, a a government there and and money launder and everything else. It's just wild with uh, with all the all the bullshit that they call conspiracy theories that you know turn out to be true. Oh look, 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 look what's happening over here, everybody. Most of them do turn out to be true. That's the wild thing. Like how many things have, you know, we talked about since the the beginning, Toria, like we're now fast forward, we turned out to be 100% right. A lot of times we were only wrong on the timing uh, of things. A lot of times it was, we were very accurate in the information. It was just, we were off by a couple of months or even a couple of years on some uh, happenings to actually happen. I mean, you were spot on on a lot of things, but at the time- I think we all, I think we all were, I think we all were. I think there's a lot of people that, that, that did a lot of great work. And again, it just, it just proves that a lot of these things that they label as conspiracies and uh, as things that, that are just some right wing extreme extremism uh, are, those are just like people using the word racist or uh, you know, it's a blanket term that they're able to use to completely discredit or, uh, shut down any conversation or uh, argument about it or, or, or questioning anything. And that's the problem. And I think we're seeing a lot of that right now with this uh, Sounds of Freedom movie. And I know Alan's going down to Bedminster tomorrow to watch it with Don Donnie um, and GOP Josh, that Giga Chad, um, my man, GOP Josh. GOP Josh and J.R. Majewski. Um, but, uh, you know, we're – where we, me and Alan have discussed it in great detail on the show about how it's not a mutually exclusive idea to think that this movie can make a huge impact and still raise tons of awareness, but at the same time have questions about certain things surrounding the movie. Like uh, we, we talked about last week how it's so important uh, to question everything, no matter what it is. Um, and, you know, where I stand, I saw the movie. I, I went and saw it. It was phenomenal. I loved it. Uh, I left the movie very like ready to crack skulls, ready to kill somebody, because even though we know how evil this stuff is going on and that it was very watered down uh, as far as what they showed. 
but like seeing the emotions of the children and the actors in the in the movie, it made it a lot more real knowing that this is actually really going on. Um, and you know, it makes you really want to want to fight and try to, to to help. But at the same time, there's so many questions, and I know uh, Tori, you've been very very outspoken about a lot of these questions. What do you think uh, about this movie and and what's going on with it? I think that there's been numerous things, right, that we've seen mm -hmm. in this entire timeline, even from 2020 till now, that might not have always been 100% good, but it served as a huge red pill. So I like to think of them as breadcrumbs. This is mm -hmm. a ginormous breadcrumb. Um, whether, you know, people are waking up or not to sex trafficking, uh, we have to always dig, right? And if there's something that doesn't make any sense, we're allowed to question it. And one of the things that's really bothering me is I'm seeing people privately and publicly um, reach out to people like us, uh, scrutinizing them and criticizing them for having any kind of question about the people who funded this film. And honestly, I think that's just poor research and that's not who we are as a movement. And if you want to think about it, you know, Carlos, uh, one of the people who founded or um, funded this movie, Trump called him out in 2018 in North Carolina for essentially working and colluding with Hillary to yes. support this New York Times story about the people who were uh, claiming sexual assault from him, which was obviously false. So you have to kind of wonder, even if he tweeted later on that they met together and he was a great guy in all caps, which I love to read uh, Trump's truths that are all caps, uh, you have to kind of... <laughs> you have to kind of question it. And it's like he's putting a laser pointer on him without putting one on him, if that makes sense. Oh, 100%. And he's very good at that. I think, you know, people don't realize uh, that how much of a master at the art of war Donald Trump is. And the a lot of times he puts these people uh, that we know are pieces of shit that are evil, that are involved in a lot of this nefarious stuff that's going on, whether it's the election fraud, whether it's stuff in Congress and Senate, or it's even, excuse me, excuse me, child trafficking. He has always uh, put these people right in the spotlight. There's so many people that, that we would have most, the average American would have no idea who they are. And now like, for example, everybody knows who Dr. Fauci is and the overwhelming majority of people all agree that he's he fucked up he in some in some manner whether they think he's evil and and the second coming of uh, Mangala or if they actually see him as like all right he made he 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 made the wrong call like he was wrong and that's what most people see that he was wrong they they see that he lied they see that uh, he came out there and pushed an agenda uh, and we would have never had that before it had Donald Trump not put him out in the spotlight and not put him in the front row seat for everybody to see who he really is and how much power this guy actually wields because as much as everybody wants to scream oh we sh he should have fired him he had he had no authority to do so he couldn't have fired dr fauci yeah well i think the other important thing to recognize is let's be real no one would have known who the keebler elf was if we didn't ever get <laughs> to meet him on tv my so brothers and sisters my brothers and sisters <laughs> yeah yeah I love when he said that. All of a sudden, he spoke jive. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> we would have never known about, you know, the AIDS epidemic and um, Judy Mikovits. You know, we wouldn't have yeah. known any of that stuff. Plandemic. Does anybody remember that? Yeah. Absolutely. I, mean, I We had know? Dr. David Martin on the show, and uh, he, he was talking heavily about uh, bringing charges against Dr. Fauci. And he's a very br brilliant, brilliant guy. 
Um, you know, that movie was fantastic. And we, we all forgot a lot of this happening. And, and it's 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 kind of coming to surface again right now, um, you know, with Donald Trump's new indictment that's pending. Uh, you know, it's almost like these people forgot the select committee that they they found and found absolutely nothing. It's like that never even happened. Or the new thing that's going on in Michigan, you see that uh, 20 Trump supporters are getting arrested. Yeah, I think it's uh, six, six, 16. 16. 16. 16. Thank you. Thank you. The average uh, age of 75 electors, years old. Really alternate electors, but yes. Yeah. Raheem Kassam put out their names. Uh, breaking. Let me blow this up. Breaking. Michigan AG is charging 16 Trump supporters with felonies for providing alternative electors in the 2020 election. They are criminalizing being pro-Trump. Uh, and these are the people, 70 years old, 72 years old, 55, 75, 71, 82, 65. Like, look at these people. Look well, at these forget, people. Let's not forget that the, the Michigan AG is a Democrat. Oh, without a doubt. It's He's again, it's again the weaponization of uh, of our government. Like our government is weaponizing itself uh, to go after the opposition. The same thing that's going on with Donald Trump and, you know, to your point, how little people forget uh, what was going on. Like this happened, people forget, happened in Michigan. Yeah, when they were boarding up the windows. Remember? Yep. Yep. Remember they were kicking out the poll watchers and boarding up the windows? That's what they do. And now they will, now listen, this is all optics. It's political theater. January 6th elections, the overthrowing of the government, the you know, trying to uh, stop the transition of power. Let's see if we can get a quick indictment and a faster trial and a conviction so we can uh, use the 14th Amendment against the big bad orange man and disqualify him from being on the ballot and running for president under the 14th Amendment, which is just, it's its ridiculous. It's, it's, it's desperation. You could smell the desperation. They are literally just trying to knock out the front runner. They're the biggest threat to their deep state power grab. It's wild. What do you think? I mean, at this point, he's what? Going to be the three-time indictment champ? And it will be four. It will be four because Georgia's going too. And I, I honestly thought it was going to be Georgia and then the, the other federal one. But maybe it's going to be the other way around. I mean, Trump's like the Muhammad Ali of politics. You know, it's like, <laughs> I can't really hate. All it's doing is building his street cred. More and more people just want like him so it is and even the DeSantis supporters now are happy along with the the progressives on the left that he's getting indicted uh hoping that he goes to jail I mean it's wild how, how they're coming out and still you know which you mentioned COVID before James we have to remember Mike Pence was was given the in charge of the task force and he appointed Dr. Fauci to the task force China yeah, and you know the the whole goings back and forth with DeSantis and Trump on COVID response and Fauci and 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 Ron DeSantis saying, well, in 2020, if he was president, he would have fired Fauci. Which one he wouldn't have, two he couldn't have, and three, you had that woman, uh, Dr. Alonzo from Palm Beach County, Florida, that was a leftist Biden donator and worked directly under DeSantis's Surgeon General, who mm -hmm. literally was shutting down Palm Beach County, and she was a COVID tyrant, and he didn't touch her, didn't even oppose her. So nope. 
that whole COVID mm -hmm. argument, and I'll say, and I say it all the time, because you have people on the right who are sitting on mommy's couch, the basement dwellers, as I like to call them, saying, oh, well, well, Donald Trump is, is, the, is the biggest COVID salesman out there. He made it happen. And my answer to them is it would have come anyway, and single-issue voters are retards. That's just the bottom line. You know, without a but, without a doubt, I mean, it's it's inevitable that these people are going to try to attack Donald Trump on these indictments, even though that they're completely bogus um, and complete nonsense. We all know this, uh, but it's 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 comical to see these people that once that build their following that uh, grew a large audience because of Donald Trump that are now sitting there and attacking him saying, oh, you know, he did it to himself. I see a lot like he's doing this to himself. He could have just listened to his lawyers and this, that and the other uh, and, and trying to say that he deserves to get indicted. Uh, all of these simps, I like to call them. Uh, yeah, well, I can't wait for their little uh, money well to dry up and DeSantis to lose. And um, we'll see what they have to say then. And one of my favorite things to think about is I would love to see all of these people who go after Trump. I would love to see them say this to them, their face. They won't say it to his face. And um, never. No, they're all tough, you know, keyboard, keyboard warriors. Well, and, and tr Trump even said it at the Turning Point US gay event uh, where he's like, do you know any people are calling me up and pretending that they didn't support DeSantis and trying to say, hey, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm team Donnie this time. And he'll even call him out. Like, weren't you on uh the Sanctimonious's team, the Sanctus's team, not that right. long ago. He literally said that during the event. So uh, he's aware, like he's not, he's not stupid. And I'll tell you right now, uh, when all of these idiots, like uh, if you supported DeSantis and, you know, you just felt that that was a better candidate and you weren't out there attacking Donald Trump, I'm fine with that. Like that, you're, you're entitled to your retarded opinion. You're entitled to that. That's why it's a free country. But for you to sit here like and, and be one of these people that go online and constantly bash Donald Trump and, and try to say that, uh, try to spin all these liberal narratives, because that's what they've literally turned into. They've turned into actual liberal narratives and they're using liberal memes. It's hysterical. Um, at that point, you're no longer welcome in Macedonia. Like, get fucked. All of you can get get, get fucked. We don't want you back. Uh, you're not welcome here. Uh, you can try and come back with your tail between your legs and beg us for forgiveness because you're down 40-plus points. You're running out of money already. Uh, you, every time you have a speaking engagement, it's a complete embarrassment. It's a complete joke. And he went on CNN today, which all the simps remember when Donald Trump did the town hall, all the simps were like, why go on enemy, enemy territory? Like, I can't believe you'd give him the ratings. And now like, yeah, Ron DeSantis going to fight for the enemy on the enemy. CST. Like it's, it's, it's so wild to me. And he got cut off 10 minutes into his fucking interview for Donald Trump news getting indicted. Right. So. It's also, I just want to say, I'm going to cut you off, but... Oh, no, please, so, please cut me off. <laughs> James talks way too fucking much. Please talk. I'm so frustrated when people are like, oh, well, he went on CNN or whatever. Well, listen, CNN had that town hall, and it was amazing. So I don't care which network is having it if there's good television where Trump's going to be on it or there's going to be good information. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of good stories that have come out of CNN, and look at Fox. I mean, they let Tucker go. So it, it, who are we to say? Which network is fair enough to have an event? And and we all know how Donald Trump is like like 
they act like Donald Trump was going to go in there and not expect them to throw all of these curveballs at him and not try to get him to trip up on his narrative. And like, we all knew that. And so did he, like they, they act like he's, he's this big scare, like he's scared of this big swamp and won't defend himself. And he was actually on, uh, with Maria Bartolomo, I believe, uh, I think yesterday or today, this morning, mm-hmm. It was yesterday. And he was talking exactly about that. Like she asked him, why are you acting so tough and like doing this? He's like, well, do you want me to just come up here and grovel and cry? Like, here's here's the quick little clip. No audio. Sound. Hold on. I know why. Oh, they're fucking with our streams again. This isn't a crime. They took a top DOJ person, put him in the Manhattan DA's office to run an investigation on me. They had Hillary Clinton's lawyer, Pomerantz, Mark Pomerantz, one of her lawyers from a big Democrat law firm, go into the DA's office in New York to prosecute me. In other words, they made her lawyer into a prosecutor. The people of our country get it. As far as I'm concerned, I consider it a badge of honor. To be indicted, I would consider a badge because I'm doing it for the country and I'm doing it for the people. With all due respect, even, you know, your supporters say the only people who could take down Trump is Trump because he gives his detractors leverage on a civil platform. Let me ask you this. What am I going to do? I get indicted on something that is ridiculous. I have to fight. Supposing I answered your question with tears pouring down my eyes and saying, oh, Maria, it's so sad. Look, I'm fighting for, I think, 225, 250 million people. I think that's the real number, okay? I'm fighting for a lot of people. It's much more important than me. And he's 100% right. And I think the statement at the end is something that he said again at the TPUSK event where uh, it's a badge of honor and he's fighting not just for this country, but for the people. And he thinks it's 225 to 250 million people that he's fighting for. And I mean, it's a lot of people. And it still leaves like really think about it. If there's 360 million people, that's still 160 million people left that are not. Uh, fans of the guy, which is still a lot of people, and you're going to run into them, and they're, they're the blowhorn of the media. But everywhere I go, like I wear my MAGA hat everywhere, everywhere. I, I everywhere I go, I get compliments, I get cheers, I get uh, acknowledgement. Uh, even if you just wear a, a patriotic shirt now, like previously, I used to get weird stares, like uh, in previous years for wearing some American patriotic or even a Trump hat. Now everybody's all about it. Yeah, I mean, as our famous Patriot Insider said, uh, with the meme, it's not after he's they're not after him, they're after us, and he's just in the way. A hundred percent. And he continues to repeat that. And uh he's not wrong. Like if they can do this to a sitting US uh, a former president, if they can do what they did to him while he was the sitting US president by spying on his campaign, spying on his administration and get away with it. If they're able to, to continually indict him until they finally get him on something. Uh, and we all know that uh, 
the way the legal system works in this country now, it's it's a two tier justice system. And we know that it really at this point depends on who who appointed the judge uh, more so than than actual and, and where the case is being tried, whether it's in D.C., which we saw where you saw personally with the Danchenko and the Sussman case. Um, we see it, 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 th- those things are very, very important. And if he if they bring this, I, do you think is this D, this January 6th indictment? Is this going to be in D.C. as well? Yes, it is. Um, I personally think that it's going to end up being the same way as the other two. I I think this is all a witch hunt, dragging him through the mud before the election. And people need to remember that. Like We are in election season, and they will do anything they can because they know that he's the only person who can take down the deep state. They literally want to try to, to, to fast track it to see if they – because the, the, the time, the clock is ticking – Mm-hmm. to see if they can get a conviction for seditious conspiracy or something. Who knows what the indictments are going to be for for, for January 6th. But um, they... Similar to, to Stuart Rhodes. The thing is, and I have to look into the 14th Amendment because I don't know if the word insurrection has to be in the indictment. I'm not an attorney. I don't know. But whatever it could be under the 14th Amendment, they already had that issue in New Mexico, I believe it was, where that... A federal judge did name it an insurrection and removed that. Um, I don't know if he was a mayor or what. It, what he was of a town. He was at January six, and they removed him from office, made him ineligible, uh, uneligible for running for office because um, he of what he was uh, charged with. And the judge did name it an insurrection. The only person officially on him that actually named it an insurrection. The FBI said it didn't look like an insurrection. Nobody was charged with insurrection. And the closest they got was seditious conspiracy on a few people. But they're going to try their hardest to try to disqualify him. But it's not going to stop people from supporting him. It's not going to stop people from voting for him. And I'll tell you what, what the Republican Party is doing by not stepping behind him as a whole, this, this could literally... If they disqualify Donald Trump from running for president, the the Republicans, the Uniparty, could really just kill the Republican Party. Like the Republican Party could become extinct after all of this. And that, this is that, that could be the tremendous dead, uh, uh, fallout. And that's what Ron DeSantis is hoping for, so he can be the the the, the winning loser. But he may be the he may he may then be the the primary the Republican nominee. But there will not be a Republican president. That's for no, sure. I agree. I agree. Well, will not. no, they're doing everything they can to distract from the reality of the January 6th information that's coming out. And I'm not sure if you guys know like why Tucker Carlson was actually fired. But I actually broke the story a month before he confirmed it uh, in an interview, which came out, I want to say, about a week or two ago. Um, but Tucker Carlson had Chief uh, Sun, Capitol Police Chief Sun, on. That was the last recorded interview, and they didn't want it happening because Chief Sun had the sauce about how it was a complete coordinated conspiracy and that multiple capital capital police officers were in on it. So the morning of January 6th, there were pipe bombs found at the RNC and the DNC, and what most people don't know is that these are private uh, organizations. So uh, jurisdiction-wise, multiple police outlets can actually serve that unit. Um, so they called the Capitol Police, and um, that unit that went to go check out the pipe bombs, coincidentally, 
was the same unit that would have been protecting the outer walls of the Capitol. Now, since they were moved, what happened? Ray Epps moved in, right? Mm -hmm. And Ray Epps passed the baton onto uh, one of the Antifa members who was actually the first to reach the Capitol and just so happened to be that the night before, two people uh, claim under a sworn affidavit they are willing to testify that they saw Nancy Pelosi's daughter's husband, a journalist, meet with this Antifa member at the W Hotel. Um, so it's very interesting that later on that night, the same Antifa member ended up with uh, Ray Epps, who is actually now going to be charged. Uh, I get that news? Yeah, that's the I saw that, but it was a blip, and it's not being talked about a lot. I saw something that said Ray Epps was going to be charged with something, but they said it, and that was I think like a week ago, if I'm not mistaken, or maybe a little sooner. What is he going to be charged with, and when? Because he's still not arrested. I mean, that the big the bigger story was Ray Epps is going to sue Fox for defamation. Well, they're trying to blow out the real story with the defamation. Right. Um, so, as far as I know, it's obstruction. Um, I can't, don't quote me on that because I don't have the chart in front of me. Right. But it's the Justice Justice Department. So Is this going to be an indictment? But they haven't, they, they haven't grabbed them yet. Like, is there a grand jury that's indicting Ray Epps? Like, that, that they have. I think it's to save face personally. I think it's, he, there's so much backlash from the people about Ray Epps. The, it, the boil over has gotten too much and they need to respond. And now here's the carrot that they dangle. Hey, uh, we're arresting him. Here's charges that are coming in. Um, and in reality, it's uh, they're not going to get him on anything. They're just going to drag it out so they can say, oh, they charged him. He's not an FBI agent, even though he really is. Um, and spin I don't that think down. he's an FBI agent. I think he's an asset of some sort. I think he's uh, a, a whether it's a confidential informant or did he do something in the past that he could have gone to prison for and it's one of those hey we own you now like so <clears throat> my thing with january 6th is all the what they say like the, the federal agents and things like that or why they don't want to release all of the january 6th footage to uh not expose federal agents or assets and i think a lot of people that were owned by the federal government in the ways of you committed crimes that can put you in federal prison for 20 years, but you have information on certain things or now you're going to work for us in this capacity and you're, we own you. You're going to do everything we tell you to do, whatever the, maybe there was a white collar crimes, whatever it is. You got to show up January 6th dressed like this. You got to blend into the crowd. Well, we can't release all the tapes because our federal assets and agents mixed in are going to be exposed. I mean, they did say that, that they're worried about them being exposed. Kevin McCarthy came out today. I didn't watch the clip. I, I, I saw the article that he came out in support of Donald Trump in the light of this target letter about his federal indictment for January 6th that that may be coming. And at that point, now what Kevin McCarthy should have done immediately is release every Bingo. single minute of every tape available. That needs to happen now it should have it's, happened already. now it's an emergency without a doubt now it has to happen now just to defend just to de defend donald trump as a party like if you just allow this to happen and this goes to show for it goes for every single uh candidate in this race like we need we, we everybody should be behind donald trump and what's going on and stand up for what's right 
uh, constitutionally what's right for the country because uh, everything about this is very politically motivated. It's wrong. And if they could do this to Donald Trump, they could do it to anybody, literally anybody. anybody. And uh, that means if you're the next sitting president, if Donald Trump does get indicted, he can't run. You're the next sitting president. Guess what? Uh, they could do it to you, too. So I just want to say something real quick. Apparently, the video keeps freezing and people are having trouble watching. Oh. I guess it depends on where they're watching because I I have it on the whole time and it hasn't frozen at all on Rumble okay. anyway. Rumble, my, not- yeah, my I'm getting some some chats uh, of it freezing, but it's not uh, frozen for me right now. Yeah, I actually have Rumble yeah. running and I'm watching it as it's playing and and, and uh, nothing has free has frozen. I will I will link Alan's channel. Uh, it, it, it may in be, the chat to people could, at Rumble. Could be the internet. Could be our FBI agents back sitting on the block. You never know. Well, it's just it's just so <laughs> wild that you know Toria comes on and and they crush us. Uh, like our streams have been great the past couple of weeks. We really haven't had any issues. And then uh, we were having issues with our Fridays um, stream where I I I was streaming on my end on Fridays and. It would, it would, the whole my whole system would just do a hard restart, and it's very weird because there's nothing wrong. I have top notch equipment, and I had to go in the background and do a couple things, and kind of rebuild it, and then do something that one of my tech guys did for me to kind of protect that from happening, and it hasn't happened again. So maybe uh, maybe that that extra protection my FBI agent can't uh, can't scramble through because it's just odd. On I, I stream every morning now. And my, my streams are never interrupted, but on Friday nights, our stream was always interrupted. It's just ridiculous. Hey, just like how you're at when some, someone tries to follow you on Twitter, you get the, well, you know, this person might be sharing uh, sensitive content or, or, you know, misinformation. You're another. Oh, the best, right? Right. You're another, what, what do they call you? A misinformation or disinformation princess like everybody else, you know? Doing disinformation all over everybody's faces, being a domestic terrorist. So what about this distraction story that really didn't get any any um, didn't get too much traction? I'm pretty sure you posted it about it, uh, Tori, about um, the uh, the Tupac investigation being reopened. <laughs> What's mean, that about? That was freaking awesome. Like I just was like, what is going on? But at the same time, nothing surprises me anymore. Um, yeah. So it says, cops searched Las Vegas home as part of an investigation into the rapper Tupac Shakur's 1996 murder. Uh, yeah, I, they said detectives searched a search, served a search warrant at a home in Henderson near Interstate 11 and Wagon Wheel Drive. Shakur was shot and killed just one block from the Las Vegas Strip in September of 1996. The case remains unsolved. I mean, what? Like, where did this even come from? Just out of the blue. Just, just weird how it just came, comes out today. I think it's a further distraction. I mean, really, like, we talk about it every week, Alan, there's... So much going on and so much damning evidence coming out about Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, uh, about all the things that are going on with the deep state and the cabal. Plus, on top of it, Donald Trump is soaring in every poll. His popularity is growing everywhere. Uh, You know, everybody that you talk to is like, like, look at this video, Shady Rich. It's great. It's fucking great. I'm sure you see a ton of his stuff. Indicted for the third time? Yeah, no. Why? A lot of people are saying that it's like a witch hunt. Do you agree with that? Hell yeah. Do you think that they're just doing this because he's too popular and he's going to beat Biden? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Everybody going to vote for Trump. You think he won 2020? Yeah. Oh, my mama. Everybody, my grandma voted for Trump. Everybody going to vote for Trump. 
2024. Definitely Trump 2024. I mean, everybody loves this guy, and they're backed up against the corner, and they're running out of distractions. Like, a lot of these distractions aren't hitting. People are seeing through them. But now let's get a huge pop culture icon, like Tupac Shakur, uh, which there's tons of mystery surrounding his death and questions surrounding his death. We haven't heard a damn thing about his death in almost two, almost three decades. Yeah, so, at least. It's almost been three, 30 years since he died. And now all of a sudden, all of a sudden, poof, we're going to just go visit this random person in Henderson. Where I live, I live in Henderson. And just go check him out. Like, hey, uh, you know, you might know about Tupac. What's going on? Maybe Donald Donald Trump was behind it, and they're going to indict him for a conspiracy to commit murder too. Maybe he he had a whole thing in the entertainment industry. (laughs) He was probably there that night in Vegas. It was a Tyson fight. It could have been. See, Donald Trump murdered Tupac. What are you going to say, Tori? That's some Project Looking Glass stuff right there. (laughs) (laughs) Let's, let's Let's throw it way back. Speaking of Project Looking Glass, and while we're going in the Wayback Machine, I'd love to get your thought on this theory that Alan's devised real quick. Um, so Alan, he posed the question that he might think that George Washington, most specifically, but even Thomas Jefferson, were in fact black. <laughs> the question I have for you, because this is part, a very big piece of the evidence, do you know anybody or have you ever heard of anybody that's a white male with the last name of Washington or Jefferson? Specifically Washington. Specifically Washington, but Jefferson include I don't know anybody. Jackson I found, but no Jeffersons. You got that white noise going again, James. What do you think? I you don't know what. That's that's something I have not thought about. But no, nobody can. We ask everybody. Nobody knows anybody with the last a white guy with the name Washington. Like, there's no way George Washington was the only white male that had the last name of Washington. Uh, even if that is a, a descent, a name, the name descendant of slaves. Like there would uh, there would be other Washingtons, wouldn't there be? There, I mean, you think. It's just it's just a thought that it, we I forgot we were talking about and I says listen wait George Washington I don't know any any white guy notably or I, and I ask this question all the time can anyone find me a a white male with the last name Washington dead or alive but you know when when we actually had cameras and not renderings, like there's no photos of, of George Washington. I mean, there's pencil and, and, and paint renderings of him. Like, what did he look like in real life? And it just, it just, it's one of those things where, like, oh, well, you know, who who writes the history and and when and and dictates what history was? Like, uh, we it was the era of of slave ownership. And well, maybe someone said to me, well, maybe he took the name of a slave. Why would a slave owner? take the name of somebody that they owned like that would not make sense so again the question is posed and you you know a lot of people it's a very valid question because i don't know anybody but um i offered money find me a a white male with a birth certificate with the last name washington i will pay them here's the kicker here's the kicker thomas jefferson had i think 11 or 12 kids and uh, six were white and six apparently were black with a slave. 
but the only known descendant of Thomas Jefferson is a black guy. Isn't he a reporter somewhere? Yeah, and he's he's a black guy. Like the only known descendant. Like there's no none of his white descendants made it. Like we got nobody who's a descendant of Thomas Jefferson. We were lied to. Guy. Our founding fathers were black. <laughs> it's a new theory. It's a new theory going around. It's a new theory. All right, listen. As a citizen journalist, I, I I hand off the task for you to 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 look into this. I messaged Laura Loomer about it. I says, "Could George Washington be black? Can you can you dig into it and find out, please?" Receipt Queen. <laughs> I mean, hey, anything's possible with all the things we found out to be wrong. And James, you were just talking about the architecture, how anyone could believe that these magnificent buildings were built by people who were on mud roads pulling horse and buggy. Yeah. It makes no sense. These, these magnificent, like absolutely breathtaking buildings, like the detail in the, the right. stone is just like, it, it's, it's, you look at it and you're like, how the fuck, how the fuck did they do that? And then you look at what they build today and they're all boxes. They're all like these little square, even the modern homes. Like there's no beauty in anything anymore. Uh, and it's Who all gone away. Aliens? And they expect us to believe that they were able to do this uh, in faster times. And they're able to build like they did the World Fair and like everything for the world fair in like a couple months like it only took them a couple months to do uh for world fair events and then they tear it down whereas it takes them like i don't know about you in new jersey where i grew up there was always construction it took forever vegas is the worst everything is shut down because of construction they get well, everything they're all, they're all huh? union jobs and they drag their feet exactly <laughs> so they get longer but yes i agree everything takes longer and and not just that though like it's shit. Like I live in a, I live in a brand new home. I live in a brand new home. Our AC just went out. It's a brand new AC unit. Crapped out on us. Uh, the, <laughs> yeah. How hot is it in your house right now? Uh, well, we have two units. One's upstairs and one downstairs. Our upstairs one for the bedroom crapped out. So we have like a bunch of fans going in there. Uh, but it's it's fucking brutal. Like it it just. It just went out. It's a year old. Our windows are all falling apart. I'm like, this is a brand new fucking home. Like. You could go into some houses that were built in the 1900s and they're like, nothing's breaking. Like they're all original and everything works perfectly fine. Uh, it's, it's, it's amazing to me. Nothing makes sense. Well, everything is cheaper now. They're made with cheap materials. Like you just look at building construction in general. <clears throat> everything is slapped together now. Nothing lasts. It's all just very cheap materials. And a lot of it will come from overseas, from China and, and things like that. Down to, China, to the, there it to is. The, there it to is. The, to the copper pipes. And it, it's, it, it, this is what happened. Then, you're, then your ACs break and then you move to Vegas from Jersey and just become a complete flaming asshole like James. <laughs> Why just, are you gay? I just tweeted out, uh, with the article breaking, Donald Trump is to be indicted for the murder of Tupac Shakur. <laughs> oh that's, that's probably what they're, try they're, they're trying to do. Uh, it's not the clown world that we live in right now. Nothing would surprise me. Um, so I, I want to get into this uh, TPUSK event because we wa we had a watch party on Saturday, me and Alan, and we watched Tucker, who absolutely slayed. He crushed it. I think he he, he was fantastic on that stage and I've been very critical of Tucker over the years and this is the Tucker that I've been waiting for someone who's not going to pull any punches and actually 
ask hard questions and bring up some real talking points. And then we, we streamed for Donald Trump. But you were down there. You were in uh, at the event. Uh, you had VIP passes. And uh, what was what was the event like? How was it? Well, before I get into the event, what if I told you that I know the person who briefed Tucker before TPUSA, as well as briefing Matt Gaetz, um and other significant congressmen during the Durham hearing. Do you think that they always just come up with certain things all on their own? I can guarantee no. you they don't. No, I know so, Carlson doesn't. Yeah. So I'm just saying, if you see some switch up in certain people and a little bit more fire, just know that sometimes there's somebody handing some notes. There's and, usually uh, always somebody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it's cool. It's good, but man behind the curtain. So um, the event itself was, uh, I mean, I went to the pre-festivities on Friday, which was really awesome. Uh, I got to meet a lot of really great people. I actually ran into somebody who I knew from like seven years ago, which is really wild. Um, got to see James O'Keefe. He was always really cool as well. Uh, danced his ass off because that's his M.O., um, but his um, corny ass dances, yeah, yeah, it's really weird watching um, him dance. He's very cringe, like, I, I he embraces it. Like, I used to, my buddy Justin Anders, rest in peace. Uh, he used to just be so cringe on the camera and just embrace it. James O'Keefe does the same thing, but continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, um, the event on Saturday, I would say that they supposedly got sabotaged, and apparently, the Secret Service members who were helping out and you know checking everyone they were originally supposed to have more than two metal detectors and i mean i would think if you have thousands of people coming that you would want more than two metal detectors well especially when the president's the former president's going to be there it's not like nobody's going to be there yeah so apparently they you know didn't fulfill what they said they were going to and charlie kirk didn't know about it but there was a lot of uh, planning things that went amiss. Uh, I wasn't too happy about it. Um, unfortunately, I actually had to leave before uh, Trump went on, which was really disappointing. But um, I think just an FYI for any organization that's holding a big event that Trump's going to be at, you yeah. know, it's like over-anticipate how many people are going to be there um, and plan accordingly. And hopefully the Secret Service that are helping you uh, are – you know, compliant as well. But I think there were a lot of people who were really upset about it. And you might have seen the footage. I actually shared uh, people who were not allowed to get into the actually main room after they waited for hours um, I did. in a hot garage. Yeah. So and, I wanted to talk about that because I did see that video. And um, I was curious and I was thinking about this when I saw it. Did these people, isn't, wasn't this a ticketed event? Like, didn't you have to buy tickets to get in? Like, oh, yeah, they were between 200 oh. and $900, depending on something like that, depending on the oh, level. So, you're, you're, what, 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 what's going on is you're telling me these people who paid, paid for tickets. And I saw one woman, she's like, I flew from New York. Yeah. I spent over $1,000 on my flight. I bought a room. And so, a lot I of waited. did not get in. I waited for four hours in a parking garage, sweating my balls off in the, the dead of summer in Florida. With humidity, like you can't even be in the shade and escape the heat. Uh, and I couldn't even get into the event. I'd be flipping the fuck out. Like well, I'd be Charlie Kirk. Charlie Kirk doesn't give a shit about anything but money. Although, you know, occasionally he does do some some decent things. But bottom line is, Charlie Kirk is a tremendous grifter. I just have to want to address something in the in the chat. Uh, no, I I don't. 
Donald Trump has not controlled opposition, and he would go to TPUS uh, Gay because it is a tremendous platform that thousands of people who are Trump supporters and who are middle-class voting Americans go to and attend. So when you have a platform like that and you're running for president or you are you have a message, you have to, you, you go to it and you speak. It, you know, it is what it is. Just because someone's speaking there doesn't mean they're controlled opposition. It was just a question in the chat I wanted to address. Oh, absolutely. And I, I think it's important. It goes to, just to say what we were saying earlier about Trump doing the town hall with CNN uh, and going over there to enemy lines and uh, doing a speaking engagement. Like uh, the, the message is more important than the platform. What's being said, what's being talked about is is more important than any of these platforms. Um, and, you know, I, I I think it was smart, even though I think Rob DeSantis, Rob DeSanctimonious, Meatball Rob is an idiot. I think it was a smart move for him to go on to CNN and do this interview. Like I, that, I think that was a good move. I'm not going to bash him for going on CNN. No, and, go on anything. Yeah, go on everything like, with an audience. Absolutely, and 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 you know for, that's that's what the, the, the meatball Rob people did. They came and attacked Donald Trump because he did a, a opposing place. The the message is way way more important. So. With these people at TPUS Gay, they had you guys waiting outside for four hours. People bought tickets, couldn't get in to the event. Was there when you were inside? Was it like packs of the gills, like no more people could fit, or was it just because the entry, like the entry, was so fucked with the metal detectors? It was packed. It was very, very packed. I did not make it into the actual main room because, as I said. Um, so I hadn't eaten all day. Uh, this was a big factor for me. I, you know, I had a VIP ticket. I figured I'd get there. Uh, I had gone to a previous uh, TPUSA event, which was very uh, well-planned. Mm -hmm. And I figured, okay, we knew there was going to be light refreshments in the VIP lounge. So I went in there looking for food. There was nothing. Um, I went to a couple different stands. Uh, some of the food had completely run out. And if it didn't run out, then there was massive lines that you'd be waiting in forever. So I didn't get to go to any of the breakout sessions, nothing. Um, I mean, it was definitely packed, but either either don't sell that many tickets to make sure that you can accommodate for people or you have to have you have to have some kind of arrangement. Was it an issue with the venue? And because, you know, it's, it's it can't all be um, the the blame can't always be put on. One of, of the organization putting on the event as much as I, I, I just I'm sorry, I just I despise TPUSA. So do but, I. <clears throat> it's like it's like an award show for for it's it just it's it's like um, conservative Hollywood and and then what? But like I some I would assume maybe that some of the blame has to be put on the actual venue that's accommodating this where they just weren't prepared for it. Which you know it's it's. I think there was a combination of things going on. I will say, regardless of viewpoint, um, Charlie Kirk did come into the garage where people were. And he did walk through the line and talk to everybody and talk. And he was very pissed off about what was happening. Uh, I don't think that this was the plan at all. I do, according to someone that I spoke to uh, at TP Action, these Secret Service members were, quote unquote, Biden's Secret Service. They were not MAGA. Um, and <clears throat> possible that they sabotage things. Apparently, the food had to do with them as well. So I don't know whether that's true or not, but that's what I was told. Well, on, on the point of the food, I texted you when you were when you were down there uh, and you were uh, upset about the food. Mm -hmm. I'm doing a couple events, uh, especially the one I went to in Dallas. A lot of people got really sick from the food. 
So now when I do go to any events, I usually try to eat outside of the event uh, because of that, uh, because you have to realize these people that are sabotaging the events, what would be better for people to get sick? And they, that's what they try to do. The Dallas event. They were like, oh, everybody was getting sick. This is what happens uh, when everybody gets together, blah, blah, blah. Um, it's it's really unfortunate, but uh, there are people that are getting into this event that are trying to make it look bad. There's uh, people in there that are uh, acting like MAGA just to get uh, a snippet of somebody doing something stupid so they can share it on Patriot Takes. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, there's there's there, there are these people that are out there. Uh, so I always uh, try to stay away if you're doing events like that. I try to eat outside the event. Nothing against the event, but who knows what people are dropping in the food, especially like these buffet-style uh, VIP rooms. Who the fuck knows what's going on? That's 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 where I learned my lesson, I'll tell you that. Yeah, well, luckily and un- unluckily for me, I didn't eat any food, so um, I didn't have to worry about that. But um, interesting that you bring up people infiltrating because I have heard through the grapevine that there are Democratic... Um, <laughs> Sorry, <coughs> Congress people and representatives who are actually sending in people to our community to try to pretend to be like us and to infiltrate and to run for seats. So it's no longer just about infiltrating and having accounts. It's people who are trying to be like us, uh, learning our dialect, learning like Ron, like Ron DeSantis, <laughs> and and running for seats. So just be aware of uh, people and how cozy they get with you. That's why it's important to vet everybody. Well, I really, we just had NPC Frank on the show last Tuesday, last week. And, uh, he taught, he told us his story about exactly that happened. How people were trying to fuck up his life and, uh, really fuck with him and infiltrate him. And, um, we have to realize that, um, these people play dirty. They're, they're out for keeps. Um, and they're not scared to, to pretend to be something that they're not. We saw it in January 6th. How many videos came out of these people talking about how they're dressing up in, in Maggie gear and going in, or even uh, Jonathan Stewart uh, and the CNN reporter who were inside the Capitol, the BLM activist who skated for the Olympics. He's like, oh, look, we, we actually pulled it off. We actually did it. Um, we know this is very, very real, and uh, it's, it, it's been expected, and I think it's been going on for a while. Uh, as far as people pretending to be uh, pro-America, America first. And uh, once they get in, you know, we can list off how many Republicans that have done that. You know, there's there's countless that are in, in office right now. I patch McCain. Uh, <laughs> McCain. You fucking piece of shit. Dan Crenshaw has single-handedly now made me hate all pirate movies. I just want to go on record saying that. I don't hate all pirate movies. I do because of Dan Crenshaw. I can't I can't see the I eye do. patch without thinking of that rhino warmonger piece of shit. I just want to say I have seen James's show develop over the years so much, and you guys have such a good on-air chemistry. I hate him. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. Like, I don't, hate don't, him. Don't, don't confuse this back and forth. I have nothing story. else better to do on Tuesdays nope. and Fridays, so I just this is I do it because I just get to sit here and smoke a cigar because and, and, and stare at him with a stupid beard. <laughs> <laughs> so, why did the government sink the Titanic submarine? 
somebody's asking. I don't know. Listen, I don't even believe. Okay, where I'm at, I don't even believe that actually happened. Okay, I think that was the biggest wag the dog. <laughs> you saw how much Hunter Biden activity was going on that week, and it was I mean, the perfect situation to happen. Like, they, how do we even how do we even know these people weren't just uh, you know. Or they, or they or they were real and they did it for that reason because they wanted to clog the news feeds because of all the Hunter Biden bullshit. I mean, you know, you know just, just kill him. Who cares? There's so many people around. Just kill these people. But I mean, they were using a Logitech controller to control the submarine, dude. Like it was like a, a $20 controller you can get on Amazon to control this multi-billion dollar machine. Like that right off the rip smells funny. And then all of a sudden they have photos, drone photos of the, the, the controller in the sand. They're like, here, look. Like the passport, <laughs> you know, it's like they think we're fucking stupid. And a lot of people well, are. You Go saw ahead. like how the Simpsons, like people were talking about how the Simpsons predicted it. I mean, uh -huh. the, the, the Simpsons are run by Freemasons. So it's yep. not always prediction, but, you know, they know things sometimes before it happens. And they're accurate about a lot, a lot of fucking shit. The, the Simpsons real. is accurate about everything, from the blocking out the sun to the acid rain, climate change, and people not leaving their homes. To, I mean, so many to the, to the firmament. <laughs> yeah, so many movie. things. So I want to circle back real quick because we were we were talking just about the Tupac distraction, and this is actually an interesting conversation. I'd like to get your your take on it, uh, Toria. Um, uh, Lyron Cohen was just on the breakfast club and he's a huge hip hop executive. He's very, very big in the, uh, in, in hip hop. Who do you and have to blow to get so big in the hip hop industry? They all got to blow somebody this, over there. This guy, sickos. this is oh, the, this is the head Jew. This guy. <clears throat> Hold on. But he's like, a, all a, these hip, star, star, hip, hip stars, stars are like gay. They're all like, you know, I don't know what's this opioid thing, man. Is is well, being a crackhead wasn't cool you, back then. Being what? a crackhead wasn't cool. Now it's it. They seem like they're they're making it cool to be drinking lean and syrup and. It's the most dangerous. It's the most dangerous thing that's facing. Oh, um, is it? Um, our society. Are you, so, yeah. so why sign an artist that would promote that? Um, because I, I I already answered that question. You weren't paying attention. Um, she asked me talent or issues and i said talent but i i, I have to I, I can't give up on people what was saying that's hypocritical though <laughs> you're, you're um, it's opportunistic yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I, got, I got people to feed <laughs> um oh, i got a i got a i got a business to run you're gonna make dame dash take this clip and call you a culture vulture who's dame dash you brought him You're up. A big, big hip-hop executive. Don't you don't know who Dame Dash is. So you bring him his name up. I don't even know him. So y'all made a lot of money together. Made a lot of Come money. Come on, Leo. Don't do that to him. I don't know him. <laughs> so um Is this the guy in the limo that shows up and says, Now suck my cock? Yes. yes. <laughs> is that him? Is that the yeah, guy? That's, that's that guy. This is like he's a very, very great. <laughs> executive in hip hop. He's been doing it for over 30 years. Um, and I always go back to that theory that there was a big meeting to push a certain agenda. Um, 
into these communities and this is him basically confirming that like there he's literally saying like i i I think that the opioid epidemic and what's going on with all these people are dying is the biggest problem that we have but i'm going to continue to pump out musicians and artists that can constantly promote it because it makes me fucking money um it's basically him saying that hey uh we're gonna pump this shit into your fucking neighborhoods and make it popular uh just because it's making us lots of money so what do, you, what do you have any thoughts on that, Victoria? I mean, you can never believe anymore what these people say on air because for all we know, yeah, he's just trying to cover his own ass um, by saying he doesn't know him. And uh, I find it interesting. His body language was very uh, nervous. Like he got caught on something. Like he's got he's to deny. He's got to deny. He didn't, oh, he didn't like that he was being asked to be asked. Because he knows he's he's caught in a bullshit lie. Like they're literally asking him like what he thinks about opioids. He's like, oh, it's the worst possible thing to happen in society. And they're like, okay, well, why do you keep uh, putting out these artists that are pushing it and promoting it? Because that's everything that everybody, every musician is doing right now in their mumble rap. Uh, and he's like, oh, well, I answered it. You weren't paying attention. Like, like we should know like you're a fucking idiot dude you're out there constantly look at look at the issues and and we talk about it all the time and i'm sure i'm sure you're very well aware of this because you used to cover you used to cover a lot of hollywood tabloid stuff as, as well back in the day uh unfortunately in society people idolize celebrities whether it's musicians whether it's actors and actresses uh whether it's sports athletes they idolize them and they do and say whatever they do. And this is a reality, especially in music. Like, look at how many trends and things that happen because of music. Like, do you think everybody was wearing parachute pants in the 80s because they were cool? Or do you think they were wearing them because MC Hammer had them on? Like, it, we can go on and on and on about, about these things that happened in society because of music, because of uh, all in all genres. And God, 90s too. I can't even imagine. I look back and the things that we wore in high school when I went to high school in the 90s, like, what the hell were we thinking? And they're coming back, by the way, all those uh-huh. 90s files. Um, well, I think a lot of a lot of things in politics actually comes upward from the culture and from art and music. So it all kind of makes sense. Um, I mean, let's talk about the 1988 crime bill or 1998. 1994. Uh, what did you say? The 94 crime bill. Yes, thank you. It's been a long day. Um, <laughs> I mean, the things that Biden said, I wish you could pull out that clip. Like, most people wouldn't even know that he said. But now, his whole platform, you know, he tries to walk it back and tries to be the champion of the black community. Well, most people don't realize that Donald Trump did more for the black community and more for black colleges than any other president. Without a doubt. And are you talking about this clip? If you have a piece of crack cocaine, no bigger than this quarter that I'm holding in my hand, one quarter of one dollar, we passed a law through the leadership of Senator Thurman and myself and others, a law that says you're caught with that, you go to jail, jail for five years, you get no probation, you get nothing other than five years in jail. Judge doesn't have a choice. Under our forfeiture statutes, you can, the government can, take everything you own. 
everything from your car to your house, your bank account, not merely your 10% made in terms of the yeah. dollars from the transaction that you just got caught engaging in. They can take everything. I don't care why they become a sociopath. We have an obligation to cordon them off from the rest of society. They are in jail. In jail. Away from my mother, your husband, our families. So I don't want to ask what made them do this. They must be taken off the street. Was that the clip you were talking about? Oh, now we lost her audio. Oh, no, we lost your audio. Oh, wait, no. Oh, there you go. Now we're good. Um, yes, that was the clip I was talking about. And, um, I mean, most people on the left, I'm sure, haven't seen that or are in denial of its existence. Uh, well, it's everybody's got such short-term monolithic memory. Like, it's what's happening right now. It's what's going on right this second. They forget everything else that happened. They forget... Uh, like we talked about earlier, the, the boarding up the windows, they forget Lady Ruby, they forget uh, things that, that Lindsey Graham said. Like, there's, there's clips of Lindsey Graham saying that Donald Trump should be indicted for January 6th. Like, Lady G is out here saying these things, and people forget that stuff. Uh, you know, it, it, it's they're so quick uh, to point out what's going on right now and not take a step back at a 40, 50,000 foot view of the entire show and what's going on and be like, okay. Like all this happened before, how does this play into what's going on right now? Because it's all connected. It's all connected. Everything is happening. Uh, you know, look look at with Donald Trump. The it went from he walked down the escalator to Russia, 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 straight into the Ukraine, straight into impeachment two, straight into January sixth. Uh, like it, and, and and it's never been ending. It's it's been nonstop, one one attack after another. Yeah, I mean, think about it, though. It was nonstop attacks all through his presidency. I mean, we even talked about it, how it was almost, like, exhausting for us, too. I mean, I can't even imagine what he was going through, but it just never stopped. Like, I've never seen anything like it with any other candidate or president. This is exactly why he's the guy. This is exactly why Donald Trump is the guy, because they're putting this much time, this many resources like they're they're not doing like spending and wasting all this time and money uh, to attack Donald Trump just because they want to divide us and make us think that uh, you know it's right versus left. Like that's that's not like there's so many other things that they can divide us with because that's the the counter argument to why they would do what they're doing to Donald Trump. Like this is this is not the case. There's so many other things that they can divide us with, and it's happening as we speak. They're attacking Donald Trump because they're scared of Donald Trump. They will do anything possible to make sure that he cannot run he's not on the ballot uh and he's if if it were up to them locked away in prison for a very very long time while they continue to weaponize our doj and weaponize our fbi to eventually come after us because that's what's next like uh they're they're bringing social credit scores to china china every individual is going to have their own qr code now um this is exactly what they want here i'm getting mine tattooed on my neck in America. Yeah. That'd be hot, Alan. That'd be fucking hot. <clears throat> right on my neck. And then and then you have, you know, was it today you had uh Ron DeSantis make a comment about um January sixth and that Trump didn't do enough. And then yep. you had Asa Hutchinson pretty much parrot 
the same thing in a statement saying that's why Donald Trump has to back out of the race because they're all self-serving and it, they're, they're now going to parrot this Democrat line for January 6th because now they can use it, all the people running for the nomination against Donald Trump. Look, look, he's getting indicted because of January 6th for inciting this horrific Fed surrection. And they think it's going to help them. <clears throat> How Ron DeSantis, whoever is it, so as we're on the show earlier, I happened to go on um, Trump team's Twitter, and yeah, about 50 minutes ago, they had posted uh, NBC News that Ron DeSantis's allies are pressing for a campaign shakeup to even the highest level of the campaign manager that possibly might lose their position because of the horrible advice and the advising that they're giving uh, Ron DeSantis. So they've already fired about 12 staffers. They're having money yep. issues. They're donate yep. their grassroots fundraising is shit. Donald Trump is the king of single voter grassroots fundraising when all of Ron DeSantis' money is coming from billionaires and multimillionaires who are capped at 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 giving their money. Murdoch is backing away from him, and they, there are other people that are looking to maybe throw their money behind Tim Scott and not Ron DeSantis. Like, but immediately now, he, Ron DeSantis is going to um, attack Donald Trump on January sixth, and people need to pay attention to this. With, without a doubt, I, I think that's very telling to the to the man that Ron DeSantis is. I mean, do you think that? Uh, if you were actually America first, you'd want this to be happening to anybody, let alone Donald Trump. It shouldn't exactly. happen to anybody. You exactly. Know? It shouldn't happen to anybody. So did you guys see Camel Toe Harris, old old, old Camel Toe Harris, cackling? How we did you? it, Joe. Did you see her speaking the other day, saying the quiet part out loud? Which part? I saw some of it. I can't stand watching her speak. She really is so irrelevant to me. Oh, she's, she, she sucks, but... Health. When we invest in clean energy and electric vehicles and reduce population, more of our children can breathe clean air and drink clean water. And 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 what? And reduce population. <laughs> and reduce population. More of our children can breathe clean air and drink clean water. Why the fuck would we reduce the population, Camel Camilla Harris? Camel Toe Harris? Explain this to me. Like because of 1984. Reduce the population. You can't even, you can't even use that hashtag on Twitter. You know that? 1984? Yeah. Even though Elon Elon Musk is talking about it heavily today. Like he's he he literally posted a meme today making make a make 1984 fiction again. Well, what was very interesting is that every time I've tried to use it, it doesn't come up as a hashtag. Like it's not searchable. So like if I type in hashtag 1984, it it's not linked. Do you know what I'm talking about? There's no blue. It's just Oh, it's just gray. Yeah, and it's happening on other platforms. It happens on Truth Social too. Really? Yep. Cuz so I've been very interested because I know like Places like Getter have bent the knee to these uh, tyrants like the Amazon servers and the iOS servers to be able to have their platform on those app stores. I wonder if uh, I has this. Have you been tagging 1984 since 
pre uh, the new CEO or, or is this something that you just re- recently found out? No, I tried before, uh, before Elon took over. Also. Well, yeah. before Elon took over, I can believe that. But like in that small window where it was just Elon as the CEO, I feel like things tightened up as far as censorship goes when what's her face became the new CEO. Yeah, World Economic yeah. Forum. Cunt. So I actually tagged all of them today when I'm trying to, you know, get my content uh, sensitivity marker off because this is ridiculous. I mean, I literally share breaking news and current events. Um, there's literal porn that has been on Twitter. That has not it still been is. That sensitive. Yeah. It's, so, just, have you seen the story of this fucking cuck Adam Twenty Two and his his wife? Have you talked about this at all? You haven't seen this. I don't think so. So this guy, he's a he does a, a podcast called the No Jumper Podcast. He does all hip hop stuff, and his wife is a huge OnlyFans porn star. And he let his wife go and get smashed out by some big black guy, and made this whole big publicity publicity stunt about how she's going to bang some dude without him and it's her first big black cock scene and uh yeah this is this is what uh they're putting out to to the world and saying this is normal this is totally okay uh and she's got she's on twitter you can see her getting smashed out by this dude on twitter like it's it's like no big deal and yet i have a sensitive content yeah yeah yeah. Makes no fucking sense. Like twi- Twitter hashtag Twitter still sucks. Hashtag Twitter still sucks. It's a it's not what we were sold. It's a, I mean, Alan twenty two thousand followers, and you got banned for what? Telling somebody to go make a sandwich? No, no, I didn't. I I literally uh, Caroline Levitt. It was one of her posts, and all I said was, "Oh look, it was about uh, Ron DeSantis and Disney." And I said, "Oh look." Uh, Ron DeSantis is getting outmaneuvered by a mouse. So all of the Ron DeSantis surrogate influencer idiots, all new accounts, all with less than 400 followers, 100 followers, probably some bot accounts were trying to engage. And then they all went onto my profile and they scrolled through my posts and they found a post that uh, me and Roger Stone uh, were, were throwing some stuff back and forth. And I, tagged him in and, and, and I think and he had retweeted it at some point and I said well we know what the only uh sentence or the uh, for the for treason is that's all I said right and I think I, there was a picture of a black and white picture of the gallows yep and that was what they mass reported and I got like 30 emails about boom 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 and then my the the Twitter went went uh suspended banned appealed to twice lost both appeals and that was only after a month where jenna ellis's legal team was going after some some accounts mine included and i was banned for six hours uh, they they banned me and I, I won the appeal and a lot of people were tagging me and some bigger accounts were like with tagging and and the, the twitter or whatever it was right before the new ceo came and they gave back my account because i i said to jenna ellis she was talking she was uh, accusing Trump supporters of sexual harassment and, and nobody was they, they were making memes about her with her face as, as a stormy Daniels and then uh, I, I said that, you know, I said I said Jebba you wish you were being sexually harassed and then her lawyers because we found out later what had happened I was one of the accounts that they had reported and got me banged for uh, for six hours 
and then ultimately the DeSantis accounts went after me and got my account nuked. But it, 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 it's 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 ridiculous, ridiculous. Nobody said anything about violence. Literally, the tweet was, "We know what the sentence for treason is." And yes, just, it's hanging, it's hanging. Um, right. But back to what Campbell Toe Harris said. Uh, she's literally telling us that they're trying to depopulate. The world like who wrote that speech for her who would like, put bill that gates? in there bill gates wrote it <laughs> yeah seriously like but 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 again this goes right into what we've been saying forever this is their their goal this is what they want to do they want us all living in cities they don't want us living in the rural areas of the country they want us all jam-packed to where they can totally control us they're already building all over the country, like the line uh, in Saudi Arabia, where it's just like 50 miles of building that everybody lives in. Uh, it's fucking weird. If you haven't seen that, Tori, I highly recommend you go and check out it. Check it out. Like, just look up the line. It's a fully functioning civilization and out in the middle of the fucking desert. Everybody and, lives in their pods. It's, yep. it's weird. There's no car. It's it's weird. It's very real. Everything's everything all the food is grown in house by all lab meat. It's all it's mostly vegan and vegetarian, I'm I'm betting. Uh Fix all your white noise. All your storms are or your stores are within five minutes. They're literally building these places. There's already a couple planned here in the United States. Um you notice that they're trying to put these bullet trains all over the place. None of them are going through the middle of the country. None of them are going to like Montana or any of these beautiful places in the country. Um, Good luck. Uh, and this is what they're, they're, they're trying to do. Um, you know, what, what do you think about her statement trying saying that we're, they're going to depo- they're, they're, they're going to use depopulation so they could breathe some fresh air. I mean, it was the biggest Freudian slip ever. Um, I'm not surprised at all. And whoever is writing her speech or whatever she rehearsed clearly was not what was on her mind. And we've seen all the agendas that are being pushed uh, between Gates and even all the factories burning down. Look at, I mean, every food manufacturer that we're seeing, whether it's chickens, uh, produce, um, large manufacturers. And we have to ask ourselves, like, are these hits? Well, they're, they're, they're happening all over the place. And what's really crazy is like the uh, one, there was like five egg places that got hit in a very short period of time. And one of which a plane literally fell out of the sky and landed on it. Like that was <laughs> how one burned to the fucking ground. And, uh, and they were literally within like a, a two week period, there was like five or six chicken factories that had all these chickens that all burnt to the fucking ground. One of which it was a plane that hit it. Um, it, it's really wild to see. Then you have all these train derailments, all these like infrastructure attacks. Meanwhile, our borders completely being swamped uh, on purpose. They're being sent all over the country. Massachusetts ma- made a statement today. The government in Massachusetts said, "Hey, uh, locals, can you welcome in illegals just like New York?" Uh, yeah, no, into your homes. Like yeah, they want, home. they want to. Yeah. Ask, yeah, ask you to put them into into your homes. Like, get the, give me a break. Stop. And Meanwhile, where's AOC? Because speaking of the border, um, the Biden administration is illegally detaining people for more than 30 days. And that's what AOC, remember, she did her big photo op at the parking lot with the people in cages. Well, uh, the Biden regime is doing the same thing. So and, and nothing out of AOC about what's going down in the in the border and the facilities. down. What there. were you going to say, Toria? 
I was going to say, uh, it seems to be every week that there's something happening with the train derailments. And then today, there was an explosion at an oil well site in uh, North Dakota. I, I saw, saw that. that. I did see that. <laughs> it's From wrong alerts. Yeah. There, there's all of these explosions. Wasn't there another big explosion at like a nuclear plant somewhere recently? Yes. It's just like it's, it's to the point where we're becoming like conditioned to accept this as a norm. Yeah, you didn't hear about these things in the news too often. I'm sure they happen. I'm sure train a, a lot of them just weren't reported until now. And I think a lot of it, not to say that there might be some weird stuff behind some of them, but I also think a lot of it's sensationalized because you know things like that do happen a lot. Like train derailments well, happen a lot. But now that the the really you know when you had East Palestine, Palestine happen, it's now every single one is going to be reported. Um, what, what, what also you're seeing is, uh, you know, the smog and the smoke everywhere. Uh, they're trying to get everybody locked down. You see constantly people talking about how we need to have climate change lockdowns already. That's a narrative that's, that's fairly regular. I hear things in Tennessee. There's like a haze in the sky in Tennessee right now. Uh, do you think that we might see something like that leading up to this 2024 election? Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, already, I just so happened to be up in New York and uh, New Jersey when that red smog happened from Canada. And I don't know if you guys saw the footage, but he all, was there, of these, yeah. all of these simultaneous, uh, you know, quote unquote fires, I mean, that's not natural. You know, it's not natural for something like that to happen near New York and New Jersey. And um, just around the same time, coincidentally, 30,000 tons of ammonium nitrate went missing from a train shipment going from Wyoming to California. Mm -hmm. And they say, this is scientifically proven, that when ammonium nitrate actually hits the sunlight, it turns that red, uh, rusty, uh, orange color that you saw in the sky uh, that we were experiencing during that supposed, you know, smoke from the wildfires. And I'm just going to say right now, like, I've had a cough ever since then. You know, I'm not like sick as in like having a cold, but I cannot shake the cough. Like all, all I can say is I'm glad it, it was it was um, more smoggy in New York City than it is where I am. So they, you know, they can depopulate New York City. We can we can. Uh, I don't I don't mind if we if we lost half of New York City. I think I'd be okay with it. Go ahead. Yeah. Call me same what you with, want. <laughs> same with California. Like let them just float out to sea. <laughs> if climate change is real, let's hope California gets gets buried. So, Toria, what do you, as you know, you're always popping stuff on on social media and stories and stuff. Is there some? Is there anything that you're like that you are working specifically on, or that you 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 kind of uh, zone in on in in the whether it's political or culture on on your reporting and things like that? So, prior to a lot of the Hunter Biden uh, things exploding, which kind of goes hand in hand with what I'm about to talk about. Uh, my subject matter area, I believe, was Russia, Ukraine. So I liked to read about the biolabs and what's going on over there. And there's a ton of Telegram channels that you guys can follow uh, that share great videos about the actual happenings. I don't know if you know about this, but there was uh, explosions at the Crimea Bridge in the last few days. I saw that, yeah. And at first, the head of Crimea was just kind of saying it was an accident, and now Ukraine's taking responsibility for it. So it's just interesting timing how last summer, you know, uh, there were exercises going on in the sea near the um, the um, Nord Stream pipeline. Uh, pipelines, yeah, and then it turns out that you know the U.S. was involved. So I do find that to be relevant in everything that's going on. And actually, today 
was the first day of the youth uh, summit for BRICS. So young people that are involved in BRICS were all meeting together. And I just think it's important to pay attention to what these countries are doing. So BRICS is Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. Um, obviously, we know that Bolsonaro is not the uh, president of Brazil right now. And actually, they actually banned him from running for like eight years yeah. because yep. of his claims of election fraud, which we know Tropical obviously Trump. true. And uh, the day that that happened, his son actually followed me on Instagram and uh, has shared my my content, which is really, really cool. Um, tropical that's cool. Trump. That's really cool. Yeah, Tropical Trump. So I, I do love to pay attention to the international uh, news. And mm-hmm. the reason why I do is because there's a saying, they say that things travel from, you know, east to west in the sense that even in the United States, you know, trends that happen in New York and New Jersey and all along the East Coast, they usually move west. Like when I was younger, there were trends that kids in Colorado didn't know about until years later. And then I was like, oh, we already did that. So same thing happens for Europe. And we're going to probably see a lot of these things move in our direction as far as all the protests that are going on. I mean, France was literally on fire in the last few weeks. Um, yeah, stop talking about that, you notice, huh? They're not really talking about what's going on in France this past week. Yeah, true. Huh. That's wonder quite, why. Yeah, I wonder why. It's, it's, it's just... There, there it's was probably like still going on, too. The, ri- the riots are probably still going on in France. Uh, it's... What's going on is wild. I, I think what's going on over there is very deliberate as far as what they're trying to do. And I think there's a lot of uh, mistakes because they're rushing because the, I think the clock is ticking. Uh, you can, I don't know about you. Do you think that the people that once controlled everything have as much control as they once had? No, absolutely not. And you could even see that in Pakistan. Uh, Imran Khan, he was arrested, and then the courts actually reversed their decision because the police took him into custody, and then they're like, wait a minute, this is wrong. So he had to go back, and they <laughs> reversed the charges they initially had. I'm not sure what's going on there right now, but there's so many things that are happening in different countries of country heads that are similar to Trump. So it's almost like Trump is being mirrored in all of these countries overseas, whether you see it in Brazil, whether you see it in Pakistan. Um, I mean, obviously I'm not gonna say Putin's a good guy, but these no, people we, are- No, we agree with you. These people are nationalists for their own countries. And mm-hmm. in these countries where these heads are you know, similarly reflecting some of the views of Trump, uh, we're seeing people uproar, and then we're seeing somehow, in some cases, uh, things rule in our favor. So I don't necessarily think that the same people are in control. No, I I, I agree with you. I I always use the example they wouldn't have to make up uh, the ghost of Kiev or unused video game footage. They would actually use a real jet. They wouldn't have to make up the Snake Island stuff. Uh, and, you know, you see the drone attack on the palace in Russia, in Moscow, like everything that's happened, this bridge attack, everything that's happening. It's like they're trying everything that they possibly can to get World War Three kicked off, like poking the bear as much as they possibly can. So then they can get Putin to attack and then they could blame him. Like, look, he's he's attacking. He's 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 the one who's starting all of this. Uh, and that's obviously what they'll run with. And and. Uh, it, it really oozes desperation. Well, and what they don't want to talk about are Putin's speeches about being pro-God, pro-family, right. uh, mm-hmm. you know, advocating for the nuclear family and tradition and you know, advocating against the LGBTQ agenda mm-hmm. and schools and trans. And actually, I just found this out this week that um, 
monophly, <laughs> I can't talk, uh, genetically modified food, uh, he's actually ruling as terrorism in Russia. I so, love, I love yeah, that. It, yeah, so if he finds out that people are, you know, GMOing their food, he's ruling them as terrorists. So I'm sure nobody's covering that. But and, over here, uh, they want they want lab-grown meat. Yeah. So yeah. Well, they, they never covered the fact that he called the Western leadership all satanic pedophiles. Like, these are all things that he's been very outspoken about over the years. Uh, and no one wants to they, – they use him as the big, bad boogeyman. I'm not saying that Putin's the, the greatest guy in the world, but I, I really think that he's anti-globalist. I think he's – uh, a Russian nationalist at the very at the at the very least he wants uh to restore the USSR and the Soviet Union um but I, I I don't think he lines with the the globalist agenda this evil cabal that's involved in the human trafficking involved in all of the evil that we're seeing today in this world with the transgender agenda uh and and all, all that comes with it the uh, power you mean shift. The transgester agenda, yes, as Joe yes. Biden calls them. <laughs> yes. And to to answer your question, Alan, like outside of that, I mean, yeah. I have covered national trials. Um, I saw Durham through, and that's why I went to the hearing. I really wanted to kind of close out that chapter. And I know a lot of people were disappointed with how Durham handled things during that uh, hearing. But I just want to raise the theory that it's highly possible, you know, this here's a guy who's straight-laced. He's got his family, which I'm sure he loves. And it's possible that he was threatened at some point during his investigation. I, I don't think that the end of it was what was supposed to happen. I think that things kind of went off course. I well, can agree with that. And I think he might have been intimidated to a point where he didn't bring in certain people to, to be questioned to hold the whole list. Mm -hmm. well, me and James spoke about this a lot. And I'm one of those people that are disappointed of the nothing factor. But that is that is a relevant theory because listen, politics are so seedy, dark, and at times dangerous. People don't realize it. Um, you know, they 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 think that. You know, people have this notion. Every, every single person wants to trust their government. They want to believe that the government is there mm -hmm. for them. However, if you use your brain and do some rational thinking and look into things like we do and other people should and everybody should, you then come to realize that, wow, there's some really sick crap that goes on in the government with some of these people because they become self-entitled. They become powerful. Then they look at the American people as your peasants. I don't work for you. You work for me. And they entrench themselves. And then you have the Clintons, and then you have the Bushes, and then you have the Cheneys, and everything that surrounds them, and the Bidens, and they're enriching themselves, and they will do anything to retain and hold on to power, grab more power and money. And then you have and the people that control control them, like the Soroses and the Rothschilds and the banks and – and we're uh, victims. We're the victims. And, and yeah, we we are the pawns that they use. Look at all the money that they're sending over. He's got more reports that they're sending another couple billion dollars over to Ukraine today. Um, you know, our country's falling apart at the seams. Uh, people can't even put food on the table uh, at this point because everything is so freaking expensive. And I saw a video the other day. It was actually crazy. It was an inflation calculator, and he took the the median income for the peak of the Great Depression and how much people were making in equivalent to their buying power uh, and did it to today. And our buying power is like 2,000 times worse than it was at the peak of the Great Depression. 
uh, in our medium income as well. Uh, they're, they're actively trying to cripple us. They're actively trying to, as you can see, Camel Toe Harris say, uh, kill us and depopulate us. Uh, with multiple different angles, whether it's the food, whether it's the war that they they want, um, do you think that there is going to be a kinetic war? Do you think they're going to actually pull it off, or do you think uh, there's going to be uh, like it's going to get really fucking close and something's going to happen? What what are your thoughts on a potential World War Three situation? I mean, I think we're already in World War Three. I think it's Agreed. been happening. Agreed. I think it's an information war and i think that there's a lot of other things happening i mean we've seen bio weapons used uh whether we want to look at it that way or not uh you know people from the wuhan lab are admitting to that you know scientists that were in there so mm -hmm. i don't think that there's necessarily going to be a start as far as nuclear um i do think there's going to be civil at some point if things don't change uh not saying i advocate for it or not but the direction of things and the way things are going, if things become more and more expensive and people can't afford to live, then we might see some movement. Uh, that, I, I say it all the time. I, I think it would be the worst possible outcome to ever happen in this country uh, where we got into a civil war situation or we were uh, fighting each other. I think it, that's the worst possible outcome that could ever happen. And I pray every day it doesn't get to that point. But uh, you're absolutely right. It, it gets for at some point, it's going to get so bad that people are going to have to resort to other means to be able to feed their family. Like, it, you know, watching Sounds of Freedom, one of the things that really stuck with me when, uh, you know, Tim Ballard was trying to fight and leave his family behind to go to Columbia. And they thought that the case was over and everybody was telling him, he's like, all right, there's nothing that we could do. We got, we're not going to be able to go into this jungle. The military can't go. Nobody could go. If you go, go and buy it yourself. And uh, they were trying to call it off. And Tim kept saying, he's like, well, what if it was your kid? Uh, what if it was your kid? And, you know, you get to a situation where you have children, you can't put food on your family's table. You're working four jobs as it is. Uh, and you're star literally starving. People are going to, to, to take other means to find ways to, to feed their kids. Uh, yeah, not be people will do desperate things. Uh, yeah, and, and it's now. not not because they're evil in many cases, not because they're they're bad people, but it's because they need to provide. And it's getting so bad. It's getting so fucking bad. Um, so I'm, I 100% agree with everything that you say. Uh, as far as we are already in the war, it's an information war. Um, I, I I've been saying that forever. 100% agree there. As far as though like a kinetic war with Russia, with China with uh, foreign nations like that, as far as like actual boots on the ground kind of situation, do you think that's uh, in the realm of possibility? Um, I think it might be, but right now with everything we've learned with Wag the Dog and Scare Tactics, mm -hmm. I just don't know if it's in their best interest. I just don't think that they're gonna make a move like that if it's not really in their best interest. And depending on who's president when that happens, I'd be interested to see who's on which side because I think our allies are going to shift. So I, I, I agree with that, but I, I also think that they're so, and I know Alan's said this a few times, they're, they're, they're so backed against the wall uh, and they'll do literally anything to stop Donald Trump from getting elected. Uh, and maybe the, um, the possible strategy, if it gets so bad, is to force us into this type of war and pull an FDR and suspend the election. 
I still think there's going to be an election. <laughs> so I know there's a lot of theories going around right now about there not being an election. I, I, still, I, I do too, but I, I still think that's on the table. But continue. They could try to pull an FDR. I, I'm still not in that mindset yet, but I'm not closing my mind off to possibilities. So. Oh, for, for sure. I, I, my whole thing is that they nothing is off the table for these people. And they will do literally anything and everything to stop Donald Trump from getting into office because I think that they're in big, big trouble. Uh, I, I don't think he's going to pull any punches uh, when, it, when he gets back into office. And I think he's going to come after them and come after them the same way that they're coming after him. I think their issue is I think we would have already gone to war, boots on the ground, if they had it framed, if they knew that it would be a quick win or quick enough win to make Democrats and the Biden regime look like rock stars. And I think they're struggling with, because <clears throat> make no mistake, the Democrats want war. The the uh, elected Democrats want war. The, so do the Republicans. It, that's, uh, that's, that's my next statement is a, a lot of the Republicans do. The Uniparty does for the you know military industrial mm -hmm. complex because if they're making money, then their campaigns are making money, which enables them to retain power. It's that never-ending circle of death and that cycle, but they can't figure out a way to script this where they're going to look good. They want it. They need it. Joe Biden wants it. I mean, he he's he wants to be a wartime president. His 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 uh, uh, idols were wartime presidents. So and KKK members. Yeah, it's just a matter of. Can they figure out a way to do it to make themselves look like the rock stars that made America victorious? And I, I don't. I think that's what they're struggling with deep down. If I had to really think about it, I don't know. No, I, I'm kind of on. I think you're on point. I kind of track with what you're saying. Um, mm. It's just kind of a tough call. I mean, North Korea literally launched a missile today into the sea. Um, but did it actually I, get I out of the out into the sky, or did it just? Was it a dud again? I think it was just into the sea, but it's I, I have seen these reports over and over and over again. So for me, it wasn't a shock because I pay attention to the drills going on over there. So, mm -hmm. I mean, there's definite drills happening uh, between Russia and China, but I don't Russia, China, North Korea. I don't I, I don't know. I just I see so much news every day that things like this, maybe talk about being conditioned to something frequently happening. It doesn't alarm me. Maybe the first time I think I saw some kind of weapon go off. Uh, there was videos of it out of Japan. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't until something serious happens where there's a declaration of war or something that's actually an act of an act, an act of war. I don't really think it's going to happen. Like blowing up the Nord Stream pipeline? Uh, well, that, that, <laughs> it's an act of war. Be, that will be in the history books one day, and uh, I, I agree with you on that. If I, us involved in a war does not frighten me, does not. No. Uh, it, it, it doesn't. It just doesn't. It's either going to happen or it's not. I'm going to tell you what concerns me more and more every day. So today, I was looking through the news and everything, and then I – I texted a couple people with back and forth. And um, then when the when Trump posted about the target letter, about the January 6th indictment, it really sit there and it, it got me thinking about just everything in the timeline of 
what they're trying to do to him and others, what they've done to these people, these January 6th defendants, um, people who didn't even go into the Capitol. <clears throat> Some woman in Pennsylvania just got uh, uh, her her case. Um, she was con- uh, found guilty today. She gets sentenced in October. She's got like nine kids. And it's just amazing what they're doing to the American people. It's It's disgraceful. And this is at the mm-hmm. hands of our government. Again, the government that most American people want to trust the government that unfortunately a lot of American people still trust. And I'm sitting here and I have a family, I have a 10 year old girl and I'm really like thinking far ahead in advance. Like what happens in 10 years from now, everything is progressively getting worse. And what I mean getting worse is the, the taxing and the, and the, the persecution and prosecution of American people because they have certain political views and ideologies and go against what the narratives that the current regime is pushing out, that the uniparty wants to push out, that the globalists want to push out. You know, where I'm 44 years old, right? When I'm 65 years old and my daughter is, 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 is an adult, how is it going to affect her? How is it going to affect anybody's kids or, your, or their kids? And they just don't care. We just heard Kamala Harris talk about reducing population, <clears throat> you know, and, and you hear about these COVID jabs that are, 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 are causing like, uh, what do they call it? Turbo cancers on lab rats and it's shit crazy. like that. And the amount of people that are getting sick who willingly rolled up their sleeves to get this clot shot and the amount of people that have died from it or have been severely de- debilitated from it. And it's, it's when you just sit back in the quiet and think about it, I'll be honest with you. I, I sat there and I, I got, I almost started to feel like a little overwhelmed. Like I was in a bottle that I couldn't get the cap off and, so- I, and, I, and I'm not a panicker or anything like that. And I wasn't like that. It was just, what are they going to do next? And who the fuck is doing anything about it? And it's uh, it got me pissed off for at a lot of people, mm-hmm. and then it just it just got me really really frustrated. And I think this is the this is today, and what's going to happen in the next eighteen months, seventeen months, are going to be monumental on where we stand as a country. As um, citizens, as citizens, like they're right. they're gonna co- come after us if well, that's they. What if- I mean, as citizens as a country on where we're gonna be, say January first, twenty twenty five. Where where are we gonna be, and how bad is it going to be, or is there going to be a silver lining? So, and it's it's concerning. So I want to get your take on that, uh, Toria. But I I will say, Alan, this is why I say constantly that if Donald Trump goes in there and wins and people aren't held accountable for their crimes that they've clearly committed after they've set the precedent doing what they're doing to him, if people are not held accountable, that what your question is very valid. What's going to happen in the next 10 years? Because once Donald Trump is out of office, we saw how quickly things turned around and how quickly things went to shit as soon as Donald Trump got out of office. So if these people are able to to walk free, I'm not saying everybody, but uh, you know the, the important ones that actually are 
make moves and are shot callers aren't held accountable for the actions that they've done and the, the crimes they've committed, treason, crimes against humanity, which we can prove without a shadow of a doubt at this point, without even the evidence that we don't even know. Um, if they're not held accountable, then it was not Donald Trump didn't do his, uh, the, that administration didn't do what they were supposed to do. Uh, and we, we are really, really fucked, but I'd love to hear what you have to say. think, think about it, Toria. Well, I think a lot of people right now are confused. The average American that's conservative because we have so many candidates right now in the race. And if you remember correctly, I believe when Donald Trump originally stood on the stage in 2016, what was it? Uh, 16 other people on the stage with him? It was Something a lot. Like that. Mike was Pence isn't making the cut. Ha ha. <laughs> um, well, he's not making the cut for the GOP debates. Yes. But he, I think it was like down 44,000 in donor uh, yeah. numbers. But um, essentially, I think a lot of people, the average American that's conservative is confused. And what I can say to clear up your confusion is Donald Trump is the one candidate that actually advocates for the future of America and for the mm -hmm. future of children in America. This isn't mm -hmm. just about now. And that's what a lot of people are failing to realize. Like this is not about the next four years or the last four years. This is about the next 20 years. So when your kids are in the public school system, we actually have the power right now to turn this around and get people in the school boards and get people involved who are gonna make a difference. And Donald Trump and his America First candidates that he endorses are gonna push this agenda forward. So I don't really trust anyone else to get this done. And unfortunately, I just think that other candidates, it's not their time. I think you hit the nail on the head. I think you're 100% right. I mean, Donald Trump even made a statement the other day that the media is trying to make look make him look stupid. That uh, you know, if you a vote for me is a vote to uh, get revenge on the government. And uh, it's you retribution. Know, I, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's it's what it is. And you know what's you know what's sick is the sick uniparty and the corrupt pieces of garbage that are in heavily and deep rooted and involved in the RNC. This is already rumblings that if he does win the primary, that they will try to find a way that the RNC can themselves disqualify him and not allow him to be the nominee. I mean, like the these DNC are did with Bernie, like the yeah. DNC did with Bernie. Yeah, like like literally, like the if he gets his you know one thousand two hundred and thirty four delegates, which right now he's looking like he's got way more than that. He's well over uh, as far as all the delegate pollings with the way it's looking is is to receive the 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 nomination and and win primaries obviously a super tuesday but it's um it's telling when you hear the rumblings that within the rnc the deep-rooted uniparty that they will try to find a reason to take that nomination away from him there's no surprise it's well then it's, maybe he'll run under the reform party <laughs> i i i really think that uh, at this point, like I, I love seeing the 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 simps like put out the polls. They're like, who would you vote for if Donald Trump didn't get the primary? And they put up like Ron DeSantis and Joe Biden or like RFK. And everybody in the comments is, I'd write in Trump. Like yeah, Trump, no, Trump, yeah, Trump, everybody's Trump. gonna write like write him in. Like like that's where we're at in this story. Like people are so fed up. And I was listening to a lot of interviews from the TPS US Gay event, and uh, a lot of these people. They were, uh, you know, all the, the pundits were all saying how uh, every question that they were getting was, you know, is this is it, is it even uh, working? Like, is voting even worth it? Like, are we going to actually be able to protect our elections? That's what all these average Americans 
we're asking because everybody agrees that our election system is fucked, like royally fucked. And they see it with their own eyes. And they're and, and that's their biggest concern and their biggest question. So uh, and, and that those those people are all Trump people. They're not DeSantis people. They're not Biden people. They're Trump people. Uh, and they all think that the election was stolen. They all think that uh, uh, there's a lot of fuckery going on and something needs to change. And I, I, I think Donald Trump says it perfectly. We need to swamp him. Uh, when he says that there's 200 to 200, 225 to 250 million people that he represents, uh, I, I really wouldn't be surprised. I really, I, I really wouldn't. At this point in the game, there's so many people that are, are aware of what's going on and the evil that we're seeing and the corruption that we're seeing. And, you know, he got the most votes of any sitting president. He got 75 million votes. And they, get, they expect us to believe that Joey Bag of Donuts got 15 million votes more than Barack Obama. While, while, while at the same time, Donald Trump is the first sitting U.S. president to get that many more votes in his second election than his first election. It makes absolutely no sense. So let's take that 75 that we know uh, and, you know, add, uh, I bet, a ton more. A, a ton more on top of that during the 2020 election. And if you ask me, 2024... We have a lot more, a lot more, like, like probably quadruple what we had in 2020 people supporting Trump. It's wild what you're seeing because of what uh, we're allowed to see with a Joey Bag of Donuts administration. None of this would be seen by the average American. No one would know their, the, what the agenda is, that how corrupt they are, that they want war, that they want to send our innocent, our, our, our young men and women who volunteer for our military and, and maybe even draft people to go and die in a needless war. Uh, they, are, they, they want to fuck our economy. They want us living off the government. Uh, and people see this stuff. It's, it's oh. Go ahead. I don't know if you saw today, but uh, Trump actually released another Agenda 47 uh, video about the military. So um, to your point, it's on his radar, and that's one of his priorities. You had Joey Bagadonis doing that that meeting the other day, and he's like, "Yeah, we're we're out of ammo. We're making it right now. Like, (laughs) like it's highly classified information. We're in in a borderline war situation. We're going to let the whole world know that we got no ammo." Like we're fucked. Like what? A, what a bonehead move. Yeah. Um, Joe Biden just officially opened his or uh, declared his uh, campaign headquarters will be in uh, in Wilmington, Delaware. What you see? He's got a couple campaign ads out, and I think there's one where he was. Yeah, I think Marjorie Taylor Greene's in it. Do you see his new campaign ad? No. <laughs> 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 There's no sounds, just so you know. Oh. Hold on, let's run it back. Ruin the fucking, bury the lead. Well, this, well, was, this was action. And we brought Israelis and Palestinians together on a political level. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Use code WPR USA at checkout. <laughs> That's the new Joey Bag of Donuts ad. Oh my God. So, Toria, it was it was a lot of fun. We could literally keep you here all night, uh, but we've already been going for about two hours, and they're really fucking with my stream on Rumble. Alan's is going fine. I've been watching the entire time. Get rid of that screen. Well, wait, I want to say one thing because I want to talk about the Go ahead. Uh, the ammo. Oh, I want to talk about the ammo. So. It. 
our stockpiles, I don't know, you know, what our stockpiles are like right now, but apparently there's a gentleman from Australia who supposedly wrote a letter to Congress trying to give them this information. And I, I did a thread on this uh, about, eh, what is it now, July 18th? Yeah, a month ago. On June 20th, I tweeted a thread. A multi-billion dollar repository of super refined rare earth metal powders are purportedly being housed in Switzerland and Western European nations, and there is a desire to sell to the U.S. Sources say the founder of Victorian Hydrogen Industries, Alan Blood, is contemplating raising awareness to the Western countries. Respective parties have contacted U.S. Congress and the defense logistics agencies. Below are some of the powders allegedly included in the stockpile. Lutetium, Eterbium, Helium, holmium, and lutetium, all of these uh, rare earth powders are basically able to be used for lenses of uh, missiles and weapons. And uh, under this administration, I don't know whether they would actually go for that. No, they want our military depleted. They want us uh, weak. They want us to lose. That's their whole 16-year plan. They, they want us to lose in a war. They want to collapse the United States. They want to try to get rid of the constitution any way that they possibly can. It's really unfortunate, but I, I don't think that they would, they would go for something like that. Not with this. Yeah, it's, it's unfortunate, but that is real, real stuff right there. That was very under, uh, you know, probably I was censored a lot on that post. Well, yeah, I, didn't even, I didn't even see that post from you. I got to go back and look at that. Yeah, I'd have to send it to you guys. I'll send yeah, it in a... When you get that close to the to the sun, they, they send you any way they possibly can. And you've been reporting accurately for years now. And, you know, it, it goes to show they're they're censoring us every way they possibly can. It's it's really sad. It's really unfortunate. And I, I pray every day that eventually we get a free and fair algorithm uh, or a, a plat like... As much as I, I, I respect what truth is doing and I want to be untruth, there's so many flaws. Like, it, it needs a lot of fucking work. It's so confusing. It's The threads are annoying. Like, you get shown co comments instead of the actual post. It's dumb. Uh, but we need free and fair algorithms. And if we were able to get uh, free and fair algorithms, you know, the information that could be spread uh, would be unbelievable. It would be truly unbelievable. And, uh, you know, I think, you know, think about where how fast we grew when we first started. Uh, you probably have a couple hundred thousand followers. Uh, we'd be probably in the same situation, how fast we were growing early on. Uh, it, it It's really, really crazy. Just wait till the next purge comes as we get closer to the election and how many of us are going to be completely annihilated off platforms. That happened. Listen, my my, my last Instagram hit like almost 10,000 followers without warning, no restrictions, no nothing. Uh, about a month before or a little bit longer before the midterms, I woke up one morning, go on my Instagram, and it's come, it's gone. It's gone. Yep. Banned, gone. You've been, you've been removed. We're so, still, yeah, we're still playing this game. Oh, absolutely. We're still well, we're still playing. Go ahead. I would advocate for you guys to pay attention. And yes, your your screen is glitching so much. Pay attention to which accounts are constantly getting bigger. And then ask yourself why. Because it's always suspicious to me if there's just exponential growth and getting money from you know Elon and whatnot. Well, it's not just on yeah. Twitter and, and Instagram. I, I agree with you. You have to, you know, the, especially with the money distribution, I'm very interested to see how that's going to play out because all the people that got paid, it was all legacy media. It was all these 
influencers uh, in the conservative side that were uh, that have been grifting off the and movement. the left. A lot of people on the left too. Yeah, on the left. But I'm saying as far as conservatives go, like there's none of the memers got paid. Even the big big accounts, like most of these yeah. memes, not no one no one got anything. They have tremendous tremendous engagement, um, and no one was getting paid. And it's very interesting to see that. Um, but I don't necessarily think uh, it. Cause there's a lot of people that, that grow and they're very good at tiptoeing around certain words and things like that. Like over the years I've uh, learned not to post certain things. Um, I used to post whatever the fuck I wanted. Now I do not. Back in the wild, wild west days. In the good old days. No, I'll tell you right now, you have no idea how many times I load up a post and by the time I'll write out the caption, and by the time I'm done, I'm like, nope, not post. It's gonna get me taken down. It's gonna get me yeah. taken. Down. And I, I almost wish we could see our own uh, old profiles. Not that I would want that now, but if we could see like our very first accounts, we have grown so much. But oh, it would be interesting to see, like, because I was all I was a very foundational account. My first account, I was talking about Black Forest and like yeah. Oh yeah. And, oh yeah. Know. I only lost my first account. And then this one I've been able to stay steady with, but I'm a very, very particular about what I post. I'm like, I haven't used hashtags and I couldn't even tell you how long I delete people who hashtag and comments. Like I'm very on top of everything. I, do, I block anything that looks like a bot. Uh, like if you got no profile picture, uh, no file, like I'm blocking, like I'm not even gonna waste my time uh, because you're gonna report, you're gonna, you're just watching my account as a bot trying to get me flagged. Um, so, yeah, unfortunately, you have to do that, but we have to keep uh, pushing forward and fighting. We just, it's just what we have to do. And when they knock us down, we got to restart. And we've all been there multiple times where we have to restart an account, restart a following. Oh, oh, there you are. Or, or you, I have a Facebook page, just 42,000 followers. I used to get tremendous engagement. I'm so restricted on it. On yep. a video, well, going from 10,000, 15,000 views, I'll get 200 views. Like, it, it's unbelievable. I got uh, I have the Alex Jones treatment on YouTube. Like I can't even go on as a guest. It's fucking wild. Um, so, like I was saying, we could literally be here all all fucking night. And I know Alan's got to eat dinner, um, but uh, we will definitely do this again. Uh, please tell everybody where they can find you. And I, I meant to ask: Are you still doing the podcast? You know, I've had a lot of life changes, and uh, it's been tough to rebuild it again but i am going to come back i just need to figure out a set or maybe i just do it like this um <laughs> but uh yeah i i do miss it and i was killing it when i was doing it i'm sure it'd be a lot different now because i feel like i've grown even since the last time i did a show um but yes when i come back i actually have a rumble rumble channel already so you guys can follow me at the real tory brook same thing on YouTube. And then I have a handle for Instagram, Telegram, so t.me slash the real Tory Brook and Truth Social. And then on Twitter, I'm at real Tory Brook. And I'm sorry that I have warnings on my account, but hopefully those will be removed soon. It is what it is. And it means uh, I think it's a badge of honor, like Donald Trump says, in my opinion. Uh, we really appreciate you coming on and hanging out with us. It was a lot of fun. I wish the feds weren't fucking with our streams <laughs> these fucking pieces of shit if you're listening hit that follow button uh hit that subscribe button like share it really helps us fight these crazy algorithms and, and get out there 
Uh, sh- shout out to our sponsors, My Page Scarves, Kush Creams, and Serious CBD. Uh, the links are down in the bio. Check them out. We really appreciate you guys. Uh, and Alan, we'll be back tomorrow, bright and early, 8 a.m. Eastern. Tune in. Someone's been telling Alan to get fucked. Keep it up. I want more of it. I love it. Every morning, I want Alan to be told to get fucked. Someone ordered some cigars and told him to get fucked. Whoever you are. I got a a cigar. If you're listening now, I got your cigar order and your message to get fucked. So what I did was I went in the backyard and I grabbed a lump of my dog's dog shit and I put it in with your cigar order. So you'll get a a special (laughs) present from me. But yeah, it happened this morning. I I woke up to that this morning. I was so bummed. (laughs) And then I was someone like, yeah, the other morning told me in the chat. So, so someone told him to get fucked and, and ordered some cigars. That's amazing. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Alan will be back bright and early. I'll be back tomorrow, uh, whether it's for winning Wednesday tomorrow morning or I'll be back for Red Pill Gaming with my man Scorpion. We'll be live probably 8 o'clock Eastern. Gaming, probably mediocre, extra mediocre gaming. Uh, and then me and Alan are back Friday. Same bad time, same bad channel, 8.30 Eastern. Come and hang out. Well, we gangbang in the government. It's been fun, guys. We'll be back next. Uh, we'll be back soon. And follow Toria. It's been a blast. We appreciate you coming on. Until next time, guys, where we go one, we go all. See ya. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself. The establishment has trillions of dollars at stake in this election. For those who control the levers of power in Washington and for the global special interest, they partner with these people that don't have your good in mind. Our campaign represents a true existential threat like they haven't seen before. This is not simply another four-year election. This is a crossroads in the history of our civilization that will determine whether or not we, the people, reclaim control over our government. The political establishment that is trying to stop us is the same group responsible for our disastrous trade deals, massive illegal immigration, and economic and foreign policies that have bled our country dry. The political establishment has brought about the destruction of our factories and our jobs as they flee to Mexico, China, and other countries all around the world. It's a global power structure that is responsible for the economic decisions that have robbed our working class, stripped our country of its wealth, and put that money into the pockets of a handful of large corporations and political entities. This is a struggle for the survival of our nation. And this will be our last chance to save it. This election will determine whether we're a free nation or whether we have only the illusion of democracy, but are in fact controlled by a small handful of global special interests rigging the system, and our system is rigged. This is reality. You know it, they know it, I know it, and pretty much the whole world knows it. The Clinton machine is at the center of this power structure. We've seen this firsthand in the WikiLeaks documents in which Hillary Clinton meets in secret with international banks 
to plot the destruction of U.S. sovereignty in order to enrich these global financial powers, her special interest friends, and her donors. Honestly, she should be locked up. The most powerful weapon deployed by the Clintons is the corporate media, the press. Let's be clear on one thing. The corporate media in our country is no longer involved in journalism. They're a political special interest, no different than any lobbyist or other financial entity with a total political agenda. And the agenda is not for you, it's for themselves. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe. They will lie, 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 and then again, they will do worse than that. They will do whatever is necessary. The Clintons are criminals, remember that. This is well documented. And the establishment that protects them has engaged in a massive cover-up of widespread criminal activity at the State Department and the Clinton Foundation in order to keep the Clintons in power. They knew they would throw every lie they could at me and my family and my loved ones. They knew they would stop at nothing to try to stop me. Nevertheless, I take all of these slings and arrows gladly for you. I take them for our movement so that we can have our country back. I knew this day would arrive. It's only a question of when. And I knew the American people would rise above it and vote for the future they deserve. The only thing that can stop this corrupt machine is you. The only force strong enough to save our country is us. The only people brave enough to vote out this corrupt establishment is you, the American people. Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. I didn't need to do this, folks, believe me. I built a great company, and I had a wonderful life. I could have enjoyed the fruits and benefits of years of successful business deals and businesses for myself and my family, instead of going through this absolute horror show of lies, deceptions, malicious attacks. Who would have thought? I'm doing it because this country has given me so much, and I feel so strongly that it's my turn to give back to the country that I love. I'm doing this for the people and for the movement, and we will take back this country for you, and we will make America great again.